This is Up for Debate, episode number 234, recorded June 9th, 2022. Summer Reading List 2022. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the debate podcast with the two of us agree on everything. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by a man who can read up to 30 English words. It's Bookworm Matt, Matt Mariani. Hello, Matt. How's it going, Sean? I just changed the name as you were speaking. That was the first thing. That's the best I can do today. So that's well, I honestly, you still had Dave the Wave on from USFL. and That's a classic. So you were good either way. <laughs> How are you, voracious reader, Sean Jennings? Oh, I am. I am absolutely not a voracious reader. In fact, quite the opposite. I don't I don't read. Um, actually, the books I'm picking tonight were purchased in 2013, 2014, and 2016, um, and back when I read. I don't read that much anymore, so um, we can't keep doing these summer book clubs. I'm running out of book picks, because uh, I haven't read any new books in the last, like, four years. So, But it's not going to stop us. No. We will no, not be not. deterred. It, it never does, does it? Nope. Nope, we, we did it last year. We read Bad Blood, the Theranos story, and we watched the documentary, then turned into a TV series. And Matt, we did not read your book pick last year. Whoops. Uh, so I think whatever book of, book of yours uh, we pick, we'll probably read that one first this year. So we make sure you're not left out. Um, that was not very nice of us. I Don't worry. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm carefully plotting my vengeance. It is scary. So if folks haven't been a part of the summer book clubs before, Matt and I each bring a selection of books we think is worth reading and discussing on the show. By the end, uh, we each pick one book from the other person's list for a result of two books that over the course of this summer uh, we will read and review here on the show. Yeah, and it's been pretty successful in the past. It's, uh, it's, I, I've I read say, can, some... I can you name I've all the books, books we've done? I don't even know. Could we name all of them? Um, we haven't done that many. I, I think the highlight for me was um, the summer, summer of nineteen twenty-two. That book, nineteen twenty-two, nineteen twenty-two, nineteen twenty-one. It was like oh, one summer, yeah, one summer, nineteen twenty-one. Yes, nineteen twenty-one. Yes, yes. Yeah, Bill Bryson. That was yeah. a great book. I think. Uh, it wasn't part of a summer series, but I, of course, Console Wars was a great read. Uh, Devil in the White City was a great read, right? Didn't we read that on the show? Yeah, that I don't remember if that was a summer read or if that was just a one that we read um, as a side thing in general. Of course, um, there's always there's also been some uh, some some duds. There's been some only one dud, really. Some lousy books. Just the one, right, of Dice and Men. I don't. Were there any other duds? I didn't. I don't think we either of us really cared for Ready Player One, right? But um, it was it interesting. Was okay. It was interesting. And by the way, the movie was on cable the other night, and I watched some of it again, and I was like, I cannot believe that Steven Spielberg directed that. That's what I just could not get wrap my mind around. Yeah, I just, uh, man, that was. Uh, that was that was interesting. You know what? I'm I'm kind of glad that we read it though. In a weird well, what, way. We don't only have to read good books. It, like it we feels can, like I, yeah, it just it feels like a cultural like a cultural thing that happened. And it was it was unlike any other book that I've read. I could honestly say that. Do you think we should read the honestly terrible sequel? Um mm, yes, no. I do. I absolutely no. do. No, absolutely no, Matt, I mean, I will say, when I was picking the books for tonight, I came very close to picking all terrible books, and so you would have to read one of them. Um, I, my, my initial idea was all popular young adult novels. So it was going to be like Twilight, The Hunger Games, um, Fifty Shades of Grey, not really young adult, but kind of in that genre. And then what? there was another one I had, too. Um, and I was going to make you choose one to read, but I, I saved you, uh, saved you from that torture. Um, it's, it's interesting that you say terrible because sometimes like the books that you might pick 
might be like books that I enjoy. Like we, we, I feel like that's happened before where there are things that you would choose that, um, that, uh, you think are going to like torture me or like be like really crappy for me to read. And then they end up turning, they end up becoming like really like some of my favorite stuff, not just with books, but with, uh, there's, Content I feel like this has happened with, with several other things like the, the chocolate ants, for example, yeah, uh, that's food, but yes, I, instant, I would agree. The instant go-to. Um, yeah, like licorice dots, not so the, much. The licor- licorice dots, yeah. But I, I will say, I mean, I think The Wind-Up Bird Chronicle, which we did a summer or two ago, um, one of my favorite books I've read in the last many years. So um, I think we've definitely had some some very good picks. But uh, tonight we're going to bring some more to the table. Uh, we're going to discuss them, share them. Obviously, we like all eight of these books, so out there if you're interested, um, feel free to read any of these. But by the end, we'll pick two we're going to read later this summer. Matt, would you like to go first with one of your book picks? Um, sure. I'll jump in first. Um, and since since I kind of teased this one uh, before the show started, before we started recording, Sean, Michael Crichton. Yes, the man, the man who uh, wrote ER. What do you know about Michael Crichton? I know he wrote ER. <laughs> Did he really? Um, yes. Well, you know, actually, it's a funny story, but basically he wrote, he just wrote a bunch of scripts for just because he could and gave them to them. And so there was a, a script sitting around on a stack of scripts about an emergency room. And that's what they adapted into the show. So he didn't really write it, oh. but he got credit and a gazillion dollars for basically doing no work whatsoever on it. Um, I, I did not know that. Which is crazy. He got so much money that, in fact, and this is a true story, a couple seasons into the show, he actually (coughs) collected the whole cast and crew uh, while they were shooting it, had a bunch of, like, guys come out with silver platters, gave one to each person on the entire cast and crew, opened it up, and there was a huge check inside for every single person who worked on the show. That's how much money he made. Wow. And he, Um, he he made a big to do out of it, too. He did. He did. He was very happy to uh, to be part of that and get his check. No, I know he uh, obviously famous author. I, I believe uh, Jurassic Park maybe his most famous work, um, but certainly a number of others. You had picked one of his books, Prey, um, a number of years ago when we did a summer book club, and I know because I bought it and still have not read it. That's true. I I did. Um, that was a, you're you're missing out. Honestly, Michael Crichton, um, one of my favorite authors Sean honestly one of my favorite um like uh thriller authors he wrote Jurassic Park he wrote The Lost World uh which I just learned recently I think he was could be completely wrong here but I think he was commissioned to write it the way I interpreted the story is that they commissioned him to write The Lost World after Jurassic Park was successful and then they adapted the movie from his book um he also wrote Andromeda Strain, another famous uh, book, but yep. uh, one of his other works, Sean, one of his uh, lesser known, lesser talked about works, but still famous, they made a movie out of it, um, is called, should I share my screen with you so you can see it? It's called Titanic. Uh, yes, no, please do share your screen. Um, it is called Sphere. Sphere. Sphere? Sphere. You're not saying S-sphere, you're saying sphere. Nope, sphere. Sphere. And it is not... So, like like a large circle is a sphere? Yeah, like a... Like as in a large circle, okay? Okay. Alright? Sphere. Um, it's about a... Basically a group of scientists that go underwater in a big, um, kind of like this big science dome, um, or sphere, but they discover a bunch of really cool things underneath the surface of the water that I don't want to give anything away, but, um, there are a lot of twists and turns. I happen to really enjoy this Michael Crichton. It is my favorite of his work. Um, besides Jurassic Park, of course, um, but I, I really enjoyed it when I when I read it, um, and actually, another podcast that I enjoy 
Um, they did. They temporarily did a book club. Book club lasted one episode, and this is the book that they covered in it. Hmm. So, there your your first recommendation of the night: Sphere by Michael Crichton. Very interesting. Very interesting. Published in 1997. Yep. Um, science fiction map. Um, as I always do during these summer book club episodes, I like to read some helpful Amazon reviews of the books we might be considering. Gwen Martin uh, left a review called One Star. The review says, stupid. <laughs> um, yes, I do always go right to the uh, the one star reviews. Um Let's see. This one is called Vapid Manifestation of Interesting Ideas. Sphere goes in circles. Come on, I want crazier ones. These are actually well written. I like the really d- threw it across the room. Wow. All right. Now that's a little that's a little harsh. Um. Apparently, a lot of people don't spoil it. A lot of people hate the ending. They're not saying what it is, but they hate the ending. Yeah, I, I can't. I cannot speak to that uh, okay. because I feel it may color you keep that your opinion. But um, that's it, I found it exciting. It, I was it was one of those those books that held my interest all the way through. Um, and I think nice. the movie. Well, I don't read a the movie might have starred. Who was in the movie? Was it was Michael? Was um wait Spear by Michael Crichton. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. I was going to say Michael J. Fox, but that's very different. Uh, Sharon Stone, Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson, yes. It has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 11%. Wow. I never saw the movie. But... Um, Well, this is great. I don't normally read uh, books like this. So, um, sort of uh, science fiction books. I I don't... Actually, I don't read a lot of fiction in general, but uh, definitely sounds very interesting. And if if Matt likes it, gosh darn it, that's good enough for me. Um, All right, well. So, and I'm really now curious what this controversial ending is. Yeah, so so it's got you hooked. uh, Cool. Michael Creighton's Sphere. Check it out. All right. Um, Matt, I'll go next. Uh, I dug into my book archives. I'm a big nonfiction guy, so pretty much all my picks are going to be nonfiction. Uh, because I like stories that are real, because sometimes those are the most interesting. And Matt, my first one here is uh, by the great Bill Carter, who I've actually re- uh, read a number of his books. He's an excellent uh, reporter and author. Um, but this one in particular, The War for Late Night, When Leno Went Early and Television Went Crazy. Have you read this book before, Matt? Uh, I have not. So this is a this is an excellent book. Uh, you remember back in uh, 2010 when uh, Conan O'Brien, when Jay Leno retired, Conan O'Brien took over the Tonight Show, and then there was a big controversy when Jay Leno was on at 10, and then Conan got kicked out of his job, and then Jay Leno took over, and then David Letterman got involved. The War for Late Night. Are, are you familiar with this? Uh, I yeah, I I followed it tangentially. I was never one for late night TV and talk shows and that whole scene. But I, I remember when it was going on. I remember people were talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, it's a very interesting story of personalities, uh, telling what occurred over this span. And Bill Carter has a lot of connections in the industry. So you get some really fascinating scoops, um, of how, what was supposed to be a clear plan totally backfired. Um, and you get great insight into the personalities who, Participate from Jay Leno to uh, Conan O'Brien, David Letterman, Jimmy Kimmel, um, the executives at NBC, um, and it's uh, it's a quick read. It's not not too long of a book, but it was uh, it was definitely uh, an enjoyable read. If that's uh, if that's the kind of thing you're mm-hmm. interested in, uh, let's read some of those reviews. Please stay at what it boring. Let's see. Let's see, JML says, nah, (laughs) terrible writing, C average high school student level. Um, It honestly felt like it would never end. That's what you always want in a book review, honestly. Well, you're getting your money's worth. Save your money on this one. A quick internet search and even the Wikipedia article will give you the same information without having to slog through page after page after page after page of trivial nonsense. 
Well, what's really funny about that is um, Wikipedia and those articles got all their information from the book. Because a lot of it was reported first in the publishing of the book. So, go figure. Um, that's how it is. So Indeed. All right. Well... I, I, you know, I like the uh, you. There was a book, another book that I enjoyed that you suggested that uh, I was thinking about the other day. It was the one with the business, where the business, the dot com business. Oh yes, uh, dot, dot bomb. bomb. I yeah, I I enjoyed that yes. book. That was another uh, read, and it's not the kind of book that I usually read, but I enjoy. I now enjoy books that are that follow like one person's like not biography but i like i like that like place in time kind of books i guess and this really seems like it scratches that itch um i'm gonna throw this one up as an honorable mention because it's very similar to your what you just mentioned but i think honestly i think you'll enjoy it too much so i'm going to pull this from the list of official considerations uh I want okay. because I want you to expand you out, outside of your comfort zone, Sean. I want you to like experience new things. That's kind of what this show is all about, right? Oh no. Um, I mean, we we could rename the show Sean Experiences New Things, and I think it would have. Please, oh my God, that's a nightmare. Same, that's torture. The same vibe. So it, it's this one is live from New York. Hey, Matt, that's on my bookshelf. Good. Good, because it's not one. Of, it's not yes. one of the official recommendations. This is a complete um, bait and switch. Because instead, what I had in mind was, and I can't let you see my the rest of my list. But um, I feel like okay. you would enjoy that book too much. So instead, Sean, live from New York. My yes. recommendation to you, Great James Andrew Miller. Yeah is the Iowa Baseball Confederacy. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I will say, at, at least you've piqued my interest. The Iowa Baseball Confederacy, Sean, is a book by W.P. Kinsella. Now, does that name ring a bell to you? Oh, my God. The great W.P. Kinsella? It should not ring a bell, unless you're a big fan no. Who the hell is of that? a particular I'm movie... Not. Starring Kevin Costner, called. Oh my God! Field of Dreams. <laughs> oh. um, Waterworld. Okay. I would read the book version of Waterworld. I, though, I if would, they did a I novelization. Would, Sean, I would. I would drop all the other books on this list, and I would read that one first. If they did a book version of Waterworld, I'm. I'm not exaggerating. Uh, they, I. They did. They did. Yeah, they they did a novel based on the the movie. Sean, my, rec- it's my recommendation print. here is Waterworld. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. Oh my god, we pro- God knows we got to go on Ooh. eBay to find one of those. Uh, no, let's talk about the Iowa baseball this confederacy. Hot dating agency number two. Ooh, anyway, sexy. Uh, the Iowa baseball confederacy, Sean. W.B. Kinsella wrote the book that was adapted into the film Field of Dreams. Um, he then went on to write this book, which is a um, f- basically a, um, a, a, a like a manifesto of, of baseball in a, in a way, um, but also about time travel. The book is about how do I put this lightly? It's about a team that starts a game and the game never ends. It just goes on. They start a game in the summer of 1908 and it continues into modern day. Um, basically like like what was published in 1986. So almost like goes on for almost 80 years in the future. And then it goes even beyond that. It goes further into that. Um it's it's like very dreamlike, and I I know that you enjoyed um, the um, the some of the dreamlike books in a plas- in in the past, like uh, uh, yes, uh, yeah, the Wind Chronicle. Chronicle, the Murakami books that we've read. So it's kind of in a yeah. similar vein, but it's just about this baseball game that is like is just endless, this endless baseball game in this endless summer, 
and has a lot to say about America and the direction of America and uh, the direction of baseball. Uh, Kinsella, he's got a lot of opinions about baseball. Uh, and that sounds about right, Matt. Kindle friend on Amazon said, this hurt to read. Um, and Robert says, what a bore. Uh, no, Sean, Matt, that sounds pretty Carol, wacky. Carol said, at first it just seemed creepy and sad. <laughs> um, I like that. But I enjoyed I the like baseball that. parts. I mean, <laughs> and was utterly confused by the ending. Not a clue what was going on. <laughs> that sounds like a book I like. Uh, I mean, Matt, listen, when I think pure, unfettered excitement, I think of baseball. I know how much and you love the sport. This book clearly captures that, um, combining my two loves, sports and fantasy novels. And time travel. Um, Don't forget time travel. I, I Matt, I, I'm just going to be straight up honest. You have not sold me on this. Um, I really want you to sell me on it, but you haven't yet sold me on it. Uh, don't worry. I got. I'll get. I'll get you hooked. I'll get you hooked. Oh, I'm gonna use okay. one of these. One of these little captures. One of these little quotes. Um. People like it too much. No, there's man. A, lot of, too there's positive. a lot of positives out there. There's a lot of positives. A lot of people read it after Field of Dreams, and they were disappointed that it wasn't Field of Dreams. Well. Well, that's fair. I mean, Jane Kuntz on Amazon said, what's so mind-boggling is the drugs that Kinsella must have been smoking in order to there come up go. with this one. There you go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what else is there? There's the Iowa Baseball Confederacy. Sean, this would help a lot more if I actually read this book. I confess, I did not read you it. Are, As you, you can see, it's on my want-to-read shelf. I have not read it, but I could promise you that if... Uh, if chosen, I will read it with you. Are we allowed to do that? Are we allowed to pick books that well, this we have is not It's going to be the next book that I read, so I would probably have read it before you finish. And I'll also, I don't think we ever said we okay. couldn't. Because I've got... Well, but I'm thinking now, I may pick a book I've that I have I've got a book on read. here that... Uh, actually, I, I have several books on here that I haven't read. And I kind of want you to be the test subject for them. Oh, no. Sean, also, I added oh, a fifth no. book, I'm, if you I'm, want to add a fifth I'm, book. No, no, <laughs> come on, no. I couldn't. I no, couldn't this choose. episode has to right, end eventually. Right. And the fifth book is Waterworld. Oh, well. <laughs> tempting. Tempting. I'm curious. You got me curious. I, I'm, you know what? We may um, have to. We may have to do this one for a separate, uh, maybe a separate event. Stick around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm but sure everything already fell off in. my wall. What just fell um, now? Another uh, one of the magnet strips just fell. You were, is there know. an earthquake going on or something? Tremors or something? What? They probably made a book out of tremors. Also, now that I think of it. Uh, that one I've never seen. I also haven't seen Waterworld. But it would be fun. You know, one of these summers, we should only be able to pick novelizations of movies. I feel like that would be a very fun concept. Yeah. Um, all right, Matt. Uh, I guess it's my turn. Um, uh, uh, the War for Late Night went over like a lead balloon, so I'm going to try something else. Um, Matt, you said you were interested in, in slice of time books that really capture the era that they are about. And so I have a perfect pick for you. It's called The Lost Bank, the story of Washington Mutual, the biggest bank failure in American history. Matt, this book takes place mostly in the economic collapse of 2008, but it tells the entire history of the Washington Mutual Bank, uh, later towards around 2008, rebranded as WAMU, if you remember that from back in 2008. Um, a bank that genuinely started as a small local bank back around the turn of the century, and grew and grew and grew over time, went through the bank explosion of the 80s with consolidation, grew into a national presence, and then starting in 2000, writing bad mortgages, um, being being the most voracious consumer of bad mortgages. This book tells the story from the inside 
of how a great financial institution can be brought to its knees by malpractice um, and unethical behavior. Um, again, not a long read, but uh, an interesting way to see the 2008 economic collapse because it is told through a narrow story of one particular institution and how it could have gone wrong rather than just telling the whole story overall. So uh, this one sits on my shelf. I've read it a couple times, actually. Um, it's a pretty... Uh, it's a pretty interesting read if, if business is sort of a, an area you're interested in. Okay, you've got my attention. Um, place and time. That definitely fits that bill. And, and Tigers29 said, wasted my money. <laughs> you know it. You know Tigers29. Um, can you share the screen so I could see your... Oh. Yeah, sorry. I should uh, your, be better uh, about doing that. Let's see. Gotta make sure I'm sharing the right tab. Uh, my question um, is: Is this what they based uh, that movie off of? The movie, no. you know, the movie I'm talking about, right? Yeah, the big, uh, uh, no. the big short. No, um, Let's Land Before Time. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, never mind. Um, the one with no, the dinosaurs. No, I'm thinking of Indian in the Cupboard. That's what they base this book. Right? Indian in the cupboard? What? Right? Yeah. Right? That's... That, what? And yes, that's a book. Oh, we're at it. We're going to add that to the list, too. They didn't... They didn't sure base they the didn't, book on the book, book is not based on Indian in the cupboard, the movie. No, this is... Matt, everyone knows that this book is an extension of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The Lost Bank. It made a cameo in a post credit scenes at the okay. end of Iron Man 2... And then the Sean, I don't out. know a lot about banking. I'll, I'll be honest here. Well, this is a people story. I put story. my money in the bank. And okay, all right. Um, this actually, I, genuinely, I, I think this. I'm kind of interested in this. I think this is like kind of an interesting story, um, especially because it's one that we all li we lived through, and um, it's right. one that I feel like. People still don't really know fully what happened. I don't know. Is, yeah, I would read this. It's, it seems like there's a lot of um, ups and downs with this yeah. one. Mostly downs, probably. Is about a bank figure. Yeah. Well, again, it's it's under again. It's just that question of like, how can a gazillion dollar national global banking institution collapse? And this book does a really good job of setting up the foundation and building you to that point. So you understand all along the way, mm -hmm. exactly how that happens. So anyway, the lost bank by, uh, Kristen grind, uh, is, uh, is my, the lost. Bank. all right, Matt, number three, break it down. Um, amazing. How arrogant. Oh, that's one of the quote. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's go. To, I actually got a lot of decent reviews. I can't see any like really too bad uh, reviews. One of them, the the closest I saw is three stars. This book is not for everyone, but it was extremely interesting to me. That's really like, as as bad as it gets. I think. Uh, somebody said this was not juicy enough. Okay, what's the book? Okay, all right. So that was that was your lost bank. Um, I just clicked out of my. Oh, okay. Screen. So what I'm going to do is, Sean, let me tell you about a man. A man who had a vision. His vision would go on to change the world and the industry forever. Are you talking about Lee very Iacocca? Close. Very, very close. Like, you're almost, you're like so close. Ooh, you're we, like are, so hot, you're burning up. Are we going to read? Could not be any hotter. It's the, uh, it's, uh, no, is it, is it so the GE guy who's so named Jack, close. uh, what's his name? Way, okay, way so in, that in that space. space. So this man was a visionary. Um, he changed the industry. You're the close. You're, you're right book? there. This guy's name is right up there with them. He's right up there with them. Uh, all right. You're not going to make me read about like, nope, Edison, Sean, are you? Get your body ready. It's the story. Oh, the no. story. Of Reggie fils -A -May. 
disrupting the game from the Bronx no! to the top of Nintendo. No! 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 no, you're not. No, no, it's not even a book about it Nintendo. It is Reggie's it's book. Reggie's Sean. book. It just came out. Ju- this is probably the newest, book. hottest book out there. It came out just on May third. Oh, no. May third. It's a little over a month old. Oh no. And you could be one of the first on your block to read. The story of Reggie. Reggie Fiza May. So, Matt, for the folks at home who are normal and well-adjusted, can well, you why don't we just let him do the explaining? Is? He says, my name is Reggie. I'm about kicking ass. I'm about taking names. And we're about making games. That was the first lines. The first lines uttered Ooh. by Reggie Fiza May. Um, Nintendo's iconic president of, Ameri- of the Americas. Um, and that is that with that famous quote, that is how he opened Nintendo's 2004 E3 presentation. Learn from Reggie on how lev- how to leverage disruptive thinking to pinpoint the life choices that will make you truly happier, conquer negative perceptions for those who underestimate or outright dismiss you, and master the grit, perseverance, and resilience it takes to dominate the business world and reach your professional dreams. Do you want to reach your professional you know, dreams, Sean? Matt, I, <laughs> I have professional nightmares. I, I think, I will say, Matt, the, I would hate reading this book. I know I would hate it. I'm kind of intrigued. All right, though. then. You All do right. have me kind of intrigued. I'm mildly interested. Um. Right, and uh, uh, somehow this bo- this review contains spoilers. I don't know how that's possible, but this is this, this is not really that kind of book, I, I, unless there's like some kind of twists we don't know about. I don't know. And then it turned out that Reggie was a spy for uh, Sony all along. Ah, he was he was in the pocket. Uh, an of extremely Sony. hollow and slightly read filled, and slight. Re- what does that mean? An extremely hollow and sli- and slight read fill. Oh, oh, an extreme. I okay. An extremely hollow and slight. Extremely hollow and slight, and slight read. Does that mean it's like what is a slight read? Short. Uh, I guess like a, okay. a short a hollow read and or slight an easy read, read, filled with hacky leadership advice. This book was a big disappointment. According to Max Freeze. Hmm. If Max Freeze says it, it's I mean, gotta be true. He's the only two-star rating, Sean. This guy did a video review. Didn't you say the book? Didn't oh, it you came say out the book May hasn't 3rd. come out yet, or it just came out? It's like brand spanking new. Hmm. But that's it. That's uh, your next your next pick. Disrupting the game. From the Bronx to the top of Nintendo. Story of Reggie. Get your body ready. Well, it sounds like an exercise book when you say it That's another thing that he said during E3. Remember? Yeah, he said, my body is ready. Oh, really? Okay. famous quote. (laughs) I must have missed that. I must have not not been around when he did that. Oh, that became a huge thing. Um, Just type, my body is ready. Yeah, it's the first thing that comes up. Okay. Um, all right. Hey, perfectly good pick, Matt. All right. You accomplished the task. So um, I'm interested. I'm curious. You've definitely had a, a good mix here. So why don't I jump into my next pick, um, which is... Um, I actually, I was listening while you were talking, I swear, but I was also scrolling through my, uh, my Amazon order history, um, just trying to figure out, um, if there's any books I'm not thinking of. And I've ordered books all the way back. It's been over 10 plus years ordering books on Amazon. Uh, Matt, my next pick would have shocked you to learn it's nonfiction, but it's different. This is not about a business or is it question mark, Matt? Name America's uh, best religion. 
Bingo. You got it. How We're did you reading, know? Going How did you clear, know that was going to be the... Scientology uh, Hollywood and the, the Prison of Belief. Because okay. you're a Scientologist, right? That's I, how I you didn't. Know. You're just... You can just, you can just sense, you well, can just sense my book, It doesn't in sound in very positive. And I, I, Matt, I am a level 12, uh, which means, means I can control things with my mind. Uh, no, this I is have a, it's actually, have you read this book before? I have not now? read this book. Um, was this, okay, so it was not so written this... by L. Ron Hubbard. Because I understand a lot of no, their, God, no, a no, lot no, of this those is a, books this are is a... his, like, books that, that he wrote, that are actually, like, science fiction books. No, this is a, this okay. was kind of the big official Scientology book. It's HBO turned it into a a documentary series. Um, he won the Pulitzer Prize for it, I think, something like that. So no, an extremely well uh, received book that uh, tells the entire story of uh, L. Ron Hubbard and Scientology all the way through to today. Talks about all their secrets, all the things you kind of have heard whispers about, but it actually gets into details. Um, and it's a very well written, compelling book where you're like, holy crap i can't believe it um you wouldn't believe it so um uh can you scroll up so there you go uh nope up more up more yeah <laughs> enhanced my tushy that's what i was looking for that's Beth's, what i was looking for Beth's cell phone that cell phone <laughs> oh, says no, enhanced, I think they're my saying tushy. enhanced my tushy like my butt but it comes with, yeah, it does read like this book enhanced her buttocks. Yeah. But yeah. What, what is that? My tushy. Oh, boy. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, you know, this sounds really Not interesting. Um, um, so this is about, what is it about exactly? Besides Scientology, is it like the found, does it go into like the founding of it or it's Okay. Yes. So it's it's a it's a mix of L. Ron Hubbard's life and everything he did. It also breaks down the uh, the details of Scientology. This was one of the first book to report on a lot of those that we all kind of may know a little better today. Um, it gets into the Hollywood aspect of it. Um, it gets into a lot of the secret, like their ship they have that you can be like an indentured servitude on and like their compound and the guy, the guy who runs it wife went mysteriously missing and was never heard from again. And all that kind of stuff um, is, uh, is all part, you know, the billion year contracts and all that kind of stuff. This book really breaks it down into a lot of detail um, to really try to explain. I think the only way to know more about Scientology other than reading this book is to actually be in Scientology. So it's, it's a really deep look at the history the and what episode. it is today. Well, they do get a lot right. I will say, after reading this book, there it's all the stuff in there you laugh about. You're like, no, that's not only is that crazy. There's actually more crazy stuff in the book. Sean, they don't I, even talk about I was that, listening so. to your description, but I, I'm kicking myself right now because when you said what America's best religion is, I should have said consumerism. Can you like edit back edit that so I sound yeah, funny? Capitalism. <laughs> all sure. right. Okay. All right. Well, now everyone's going to be confused because you yeah. said that, and then we just start talking about yeah, Scientology. Okay. But um, now everyone will know I, why. Honestly, this this book is probably winning, piquing my interest so far. I like the bank book too, so it's really it's kind of it's up there. Right. They're both up there. I, I I really am intrigued by this one though. It's from a psychological perspective. This this sounds like really because I I want to know more, and I, I want to know like. Why this? Why people are really into this stuff? Like, where do they? Where do they? Where do they find this? Uh, I guess they they must prey on like Hollywood people a lot, and and I want to know his his like kind of his connection. To that. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely they do. But that's also part of it is like when a celebrity goes through a scandal, how they help them and cover for them and. It's it's there's definitely interesting. Yeah, I think we'd have a good conversation yeah, okay. following the book. It's up there. Um, which one of my books with, is winning so far? So, and why is it the uh, is, why the baseball Confederacy? Well, what was what was the I have to uh, that I have was, to write these down. Uh, what was the last the one you just did? Story of Reg, Reggie disrupting the game from the Bronx to the top of Nintendo. Yes, <laughs> Reggie book. 
I'm just writing Reggie. So Sphere, Iowa baseball, and Reggie. Matt, I, you can <laughs> never be a librarian because with your sort of collection here, utterly baffling. I can't imagine you as like a bookstore owner. Um, I don't think there's – I do – I'm interested in them, Sean, but I don't I think there's a, a clear and obvious owner, winner yet. My, did I ever tell you about this plan of mine? I was in – No, but I was inspired you, by again, two events. To, One, yes. there's a bookstore in Princeton, New Jersey called Labyrinth Books. The second event that inspired me was watching mm -hmm. the movie Saw. All right? So <laughs> – Is this, is this so, like your well, restaurant idea with the robot who kills people? So, so, and that's only on Fridays, right? It's like, okay. it's just like Fridays. The robot is pre-programmed yes, to just go, just go berserk Where you on might Friday, get actually murdered. Okay. So it's, it's, a, la oh it's a book that is also a maze. It's a bookstore. It, I'm sorry. Excuse me. A bookstore. That is also a maze. Oh, okay. And yeah. it's extremely difficult. It's very easy to get lost in the bookstore, like literally lost, like to the point where you would like need a guide to get you out. But the guide speaks only in riddles, very cryptic riddles that you have to then, you have to then solve his riddles by like opening different books and, and, and like the books have clues in them. And there's also like panels in the floor and there's like black light and there's stuff that you have to use kind of like an escape room that you don't realize that you're a part of until you're, you're already in it. And I would call it labyrinth books. I, I'm pretty sure that not really technically you're considered not, kidnapping. Like okay. Okay. Is a corn maze a kidnapping? I, I don't. It's called Labyrinth Books, But you books, know it's Sean. a maze going in. What, are you going to not expect a literal labyrinth? Oh, boy. That's wow. what I would you, tell the police. Your, your lawyer's getting good money out of this. Uh, no, I would say that... Uh, so would there be, like, a sphinx and a minotaur, there like, in the maze who would, like, try and stop you or something? There could be. I mean, if we need there to be, there could, okay. there could be. Do we need there to be one? I don't know. I don't. Well, it's your labyrinth. I don't know, Matt. You you, you keep inventing. If you opened literally any business, I would be <laughs> concerned it was the, some uh... kind of trap or trick. Because every time you've ever pitched one, you, you'd be like, be like, it's a costume shop, but it's actually what about a pizza the hotel restaurant. Idea that and I'm I like, what? <laughs> where the one of the rooms was transparent or had transparent, but you didn't know which one. No, it not it had uh, like two way win or it's one way windows or something. But you didn't know which one until the end, and then if you were in that room, you won a free stay your next time at a at a mirrorless one. <laughs> yeah, that was After another being idea. Publicly exposed. Anyway, um, actually, you know what? I'm gonna go with this book. I was gonna save this book for the end, but it ties in too damn well with what I just described. Um, I can't remember if you read this book before, but I keep recommending it and you keep shutting it down, uh, which, which is only, it only, eventually you're going to, you're going to read it. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm going to insist that you read it. House of Leaves. You know, it's mm -hmm. very funny you said that because I was going through prior to the show, my Amazon wish list, and this book was in there, and I couldn't remember for the life of me Mystery how it solved. ended up in there. Mystery Solved. This was now a, I, I think this was in our very first book club that we did, um, and it keeps making, it, 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 it rears its head every every now and then. Well, let me see, I can... S um, it is um, something that just needs to be experienced. I can't really say too much about it without spoiling what it is. And what it is is way beyond a book. Uh, it's the it's the closest thing to a, a augmented reality that I've experienced for in book form. Um, combined with elements mm -hmm. of horror and elements of um, uh, of thriller, uh, avant. There's some avant garde writing in it. Um, it's. It's the only book I've seen that I had to read like 
a, a basically a novel's worth of websites to really understand and appreciate. And I'm gl- and because I did it, I feel like I'm part of this niche community that um, very few people are part of. And and I and I think and I thank I thank the uh, I thank the author Mark uh, Daniel Danielewski for that. It's a it's a good it's a really just there's nothing like it. House of Leaves. That's all I can say. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> you're not really selling. No, not, at it, it wasn't as that it was complex. So complex. It wasn't. I didn't need it because it was complex. I, to... I, I, I read the websites for it because it's. It kind of requires you to, in a way, um, for you to like. It's basically like if you read the book, you're. It's only like half the job. The other half is, be just becoming a part of this. Um, becoming a part of this like web so to speak and yes this is true you do need a paper copy hmm. you definitely cannot read this on an ebook um at all okay that's good i don't well matt mary sue uh left a review uh and i'm gonna read the whole thing this may be my favorite of the night so far i like many was duped by the stellar reviews for this awful book the author seems to have no actual knowledge of the vocabulary he uses and just strings together the most complicated, bloated, self-important sentences he can. I am an avid reader. <laughs> I have many literary tattoos. I, have I many love tattoos. books, and I could not make it to page 100. I have, a strong av- I have a strong aversion to the destruction of books and contemplated just leaving it on a bench somewhere. But much like the videotape in the ring, I could not allow this monstrosity to happen to somebody else. Oh. 25 people found this helpful. I have many tattoos. I, I know about books. If I, I could, I would marry books. a book. And I could not. Sarah I, I have a strong verse to structure totally books, but infuriated. I almost blew this up with a It made bomb. me feel dumb, bored, and annoyed all at once. If I want that, I'll go date my first boyfriend again. It's <laughs> a sick burn. Oh, sick burn! You got a little burn that is in a there. Sick yeah, burn. I'm gonna like that. Holy you hell. go, Sarah. That's uh, I don't Damn. agree with your your sentiment, but I, that was funny. Damn. <laughs> yeah. But that review was helpful. Dang. Well, hey, look, I'll I'll strongly consider. It. I mean, I'll you just, picked I'll, it twice I'll end now. With this That's picture. a pretty That was is actually a picture review, and I, I have to show it to you. Because I think this just about says it all that you need to know. It's just a guy's head exploding. <laughs> it's going to literally blow your mind. Is that what House it's of Leaves? So. Oh, Lord. There you go. House of Leaves. Mark Danielewski. All right. A reasonable choice, Matt, for my fourth book. Now, I'll give you a choice, okay? I can pick, because I, I feel bad that I only ever pick nonfiction, because it's what I read, but they're all very similar. And so I can either pick another great nonfiction book, or I can pick a fiction book, but I've never read it and don't remember I why it's on my wish one. list. Which, which would you rather? you've uh, never read and you can't remember You want to go with the, fi- the fiction book. I think that's more interesting. But give me a okay. Run, well, give maybe me the it was your up. recommendation. We'll Whoa. see. Have you read the Fifth Gospel? Oh, the runner-up. Uh, which book specifically was I gonna do for you? Well, there's a great book on uh, the rise and fall of Anheuser Busch, uh, which they kind of have come back since they wrote the book. But how the company imploded. I had a great book on uh, Jeff Bezos and the history of Amazon. I got a great book on um, John Peters and Peter Gruber, two essentially scam artists who worked their way into Hollywood and crashed uh, the Sony um, movie studio um, on their way. I made a zillion dollars doing it. All of which are good books. I but have Matt, not. you picked The Fifth Gospel. Have you heard of this book? Okay, so it wasn't you Probably who put this Dan. on my list. This sounds like a Dan uh, Miller book. According to this description, again, I haven't read this. It, although he's, I have Dan a lot is either of dense, really, he's either like really dense fantasy, fantasy books or he's um, from Dan like, Miller. like uh, history, light history, 
I feel like. Although he he did read that book about debt. That book about debt was pretty hardcore. I, I will mm -hmm. have to. Dan just goes hard. Yeah. He's just a guy that just goes hard all the time. Well, according to this, in 2004, uh, <laughs> I can't read those books. I've tried. I really can't. Um, a mysterious exhibit is under construction at the Vatican Museums. A week before it is scheduled to open, its curator is murdered at a clandestine meeting on the outskirts of Rome. That same night, a violent break-in rocks the home of the curator's research partner, a priest who lives inside the Vatican <laughs> with his five-year-old son. I, how can you be a priest and have a son? Good anyway, question. when the papal police fail to identify a suspect in either crime, Father oh. Alex undertakes his own investigation to find the killer. He must recorrect reconstruct the dead curator's secret what the four christian gospels reveal about the I was church's just most say, controversial this, sounds, this is it's basically da vinci, da vinci cody and it's also that priest is greek catholic they they can for some reason i i happen to know this they they can have sons yes uh, very specific i, very I specific, did some close reading on very that. specific but uh reference right this there. sounds a lot this is this has the da vinci is are you sure ian caldwell is not dan brown spelled backwards or something like you don't rearrange the letters in Caldwell and you get Langdon Robert Langdon the but which by the way Matt have that would actually be a fun thing have you ever read any of Dan Brown's I didn't know non that there were any Robert Langdon Wait, books? he's not Robert Langdon books or he wrote oh there are and Matt yeah, yeah. Well, but, the the Da Vinci Code and its sequels, basically. Oh, oh, he's yeah. The no, I have. But he's I, written other books. A, they're prior all, but they're to all the like very similar. It's not like, like you're talking about like Digital Fortress, and they're terrible. Ice break, Breaking Point. Yes, that, and then what was the one with the? Uh, yeah. Like <laughs> yes, that one might have been it. Horrible. Oh my god. Oh, I didn't even really care so, for and it Da is Vinci the same shit over and over. I did and like well Angels and Demons. I thought Angels and Demons was was his probably his best no. work. And then I thought it was all kind of downhill from there. Okay. Okay. So, I don't know, Matt. I'm kind of lukewarm on this one. This review says boring. Um, so, I, yeah. if that or any of the other books I quickly scrolled to sound okay. exciting. Um Okay. I have a history about the history of ESPN. The MTV one. History of MTV. And any of this doing it for you. It, it is actually, it is a very interesting book. It's told mm -hmm. in the, uh, the same style as live from New York, where it's all uh, interviews from people kind of told sequentially. And um, they talk to a lot of the music artists, the people who worked at MTV, the cable executives. Um, um, it is actually a very good book. I want my MTV, the uncensored story of the music video revolution by Rob Tannenbaum and Craig Marks. Okay. Okay. So. I don't know, man. <laughs> you, uh, you, you take your pick. I don't know what to tell you. I'm out of books. Okay, I'm going to start recommending like pamphlets. magazines and pamphlets here. In Would a you second. like to join Waterworld? Would you like to join the Iowa baseball confederacy? Sean, my next pick. If, if I got, a, if I got my, if I had my druthers, yeah. if I had had uh, my, no. uh, if I had those druthers, it would have been. Um, have you ever uh -huh. heard of the Stormlight Archives? These are the high fantasy books that. Oh boy, uh, Dan really likes. <laughs> it's going to be the way of kings. Oh, the Brian <laughs> Sanderson bullshit! <laughs> yes. One thousand pages. You aren't picking Sean. that. You aren't picking that, are you? <laughs> That was going to be my next recommendation. Kill this guy. And he got me to buy... What pisses me off, yeah. I probably... He gets me to buy them because he's like a really good sales guy <laughs> on these books. So he's like, no, you'll love it. It's great. It's this, that. And so I like buy it while we're taping yep. the show. I have the... Um, what is it? Patrick Rothfuss? The Name of the Wind? He got me to buy he, that. He got me to buy that Never one. read it. The, the Name uh, of the Wind. He got me to buy that one without Stevenson even talking never to me read about that. it. I, I just saw it on Goodreads that he was into it, and I was like, okay. Oh, my. <laughs> I bought it, read about like 10 pages. I got about 10 pages in and realized oh, I the, didn't, the, you know, I had a job, and uh, I had stuff that I had to do, and it didn't grip me as hard as I thought, I guess. My brain only stretches so far. I got a book on the history of Circuit City. That intrigues me also. I, I will. I 
any book written about the history, the, business, the history of a business, I will read Pixar? because I'm a sucker. Yeah. The dream uh, dream people or like something like the, the yes. Dreamers. Yes. Dreamer Inc. Uh forget what it's Dreams called. Inc. Something like that. No, but it's uh The Pixar Touch. The thing is there's two Pixar books and one That's is good, good and one, one is not. Creativity Inc. Yes, that's, that's the, the one, one that I, I have read. on my Creativity lottery. Inc. is, I think, the other one. But that one's... Okay. That's a little more, like, business advice-y. Like, it does tell the story, but it's more, like, about how to get creativity in your business kind of thing. Um, the Pixar okay. Touch is really much more of, like, a history history. And actually, that's a really good book, too. I don't know. See now, I'm, not just on Amazon. I'm I'm just finding books that now I want to add to. Have you read Onward? Add to my wish list. So this is How great. Matt, we got fought for its we, life we got, we without losing its soul. Here. Um, no, these are readers. I have not read that one. I have not read that one. Uh, although I did just pull up the that Idea Factory, like Bell book. Labs, and the Great Age Wikinomics? of American Innovation, which sounds very good. How mass yeah, collaboration. Changes everything. Groundswell. No. Dealers of Lightning is a good one. I've heard one. of that one before. Ground I can do this. Oh, Groundswell, dang. I think. Winning in a, in a world transformed by social technology. Groundswell. I don't know where I heard that, but. All right. Hmm. Well, that's your. that, And that's what I'm very careful about. Is there's a very fine line between, like, genuine, like, business history and, like,. I'm telling you the story because I want you to learn to be a better business person. Type books. Did you? And that's read what the I Disney don't War? Want. Like I just want the straight history. Um, you did right. Yeah, I recommended it on. The I have show it on my wants to read. I, I that's probably love why. that book. That is an incredible book. Okay. I'd read that this summer. That was on my that's 2021 summer. I've read that a couple now times. It's on that's my a really, really good summer. one. Donald, I've got go. yeah. I think I picked quite the summer. I think I picked list, that. Um, okay. Last year. Well, we got to pick one. Well, Matt, I was about to say, let's make it easy for you. Let's pick where um, you're going to start. I think uh, I'm going to pick yours. You, you want to pick my I, book first, I got, or should I pick yours? I got first? it. I got this. I got this book. Um, I got. I, I okay. think of all the ones that you recommended, uh, the the one that intrigued me the most. And I think I already I already added it here. Thought I added it, maybe not. Um, I I liked the uh, I liked the Scientology one. <laughs> Sorry to drag that out, but I couldn't find the title. It's clear. Was it going clear? All right. No, that's fine. That's a good one. Yeah. That's the one. Uh, yes, going clear would be the summer one. Doing Scientology. Yep. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. All right. It's a good pick. Feel good book of the summer. Excellent. Well, good. That was a very good pick, Matt. Um, we will definitely read that. Uh, and then I actually haven't seen the documentary series uh, on HBO, so I may have to check that out as well. Uh, I am. <coughs> I'm torn, Matt. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Between House of Leaves and Reggie's book. And I, I'm trying to figure out which one would be a better read for the show. Because I think House of Leaves is good. There's going to be a lot more creativity to talk about. And some of the, it's an interesting book. I don't know how uh, riveting the Reggie book is going to be. But on the other hand, I just think it's insane this dude wrote a book, and I'm just really curious what's in it. And I also think it'll be an easier read. The problem with House of Leaves is I'm either going to absolutely mm -hmm. love it or I'm going to truly hate it. And there's no in-between. And I, it's going to be like Wind Up Bird. But you Chronicle, ended up loving it. Which going into that, I was like, I'm going to love it or I'm going to hate it. So what are your thoughts between those two? And I did. But see, and that's and that's why I'm, I, I'm a little bit interested. You know, I'm thinking. So what what would you I say really between don't know. those two? It, it depends on one way um, or the other. They are very different books, right? Like I think I think that the 
The Reggie book you could finish in like a day or this two. Book is... It seems like it's it's pretty light. <laughs> yeah, House of Leaves. House, House of Leaves, Leaves is, is seven hundred pages. Is your it is the you book didn't you mention will read that. this summer. Reggie Reggie is a book that you could read this summer. Oh, but no. there was that other book that you didn't read. I'm gonna bring it up. <laughs> no, the book that the it's book that the uh, you were supposed no, to what read. Book didn't I read? For last. Oh yeah. The the um the remains of the Should day. Should I just pick that again? That was the book, uh, which is somewhere in the middle. I think. I don't know how much yes. we could talk about that book on this show. I I definitely I would say you should read that one because I of the of these three options I probably enjoyed that one the most. But it was one of my favorite books of all time. But um, I I think for the show's sake, I think the most entertaining thing to talk about would be House of Leaves. For your sanity's sake, that's a different story. But for the content. Okay. All right. I've Matt, I've made my decision. Are you ready? The big conclusion to the episode. Matt, this summer, you and I what? will be tortured by reading the Iowa what Baseball Confederacy. That was a Pepsi twist right there. Twist. Twist. Uh, well, because I thought about it. It's like, do I go with the, like, sort of shorter mediocrely written Reggie book or do I go <laughs> oh, with the sort okay. of crazy out there insane Iowa and I'm like I could just do both I like your thinking and read the Iowa baseball confederacy yeah like not as and, and still crazy not duty, that crazy double whammy still simple but not that because I haven't read that book I haven't read Iowa bait that was the only one on my list that I, I recommended that I hadn't read yet so so it's gonna be new for both of us so all right you gave me double the It'll double the homework. for both of I us. like it bold move Bold move. All right. We got our picks. Um, I am excited. And baseball. This is America's fun. So this summer, going clear, we've got Scientology, and we've got the Iowa Baseball Confederacy. Scientology and baseball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And baseball. This is great. Well, this should be a uh, a fun summer, Matt. Because not only are we doing this, we're also doing our uh, ready press start. I haven't come up with a good name for it yet. Our press That's start right. video game movie uh, summer. We will as be well. watching movies based movies based on video games, or video games based on movies. That's right, Matt. Movies based on video games. Uh, no, uh, movies based on video games. And so uh, we'll be doing, we're going to do sort of uh, older films. We're going to stick to older. We're going to be covering films like Super Mario Brothers, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Lara Croft Tomb Raider, Resident Evil, uh, Doom, uh, Silent Hill maybe. I don't know. We haven't come up with a final list. But um, I'm thinking up through Max Payne in 2008, um, and then we'll have some good ones on the back end. But Matt, I think, you know, we're already into mid-June here. Oh yeah, I think we've got to start. Are you ready for Super ready. Mario Brothers I'm always next ready. week? Isn't that what Mario says? He goes, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah." Mario's catchphrase. This is exciting. He busts through that wall. You know, goes, I've only oh, ever yeah. seen clips. I've, yeah, his famous catchphrase: "Mushrooms, mushrooms, mushrooms." That's I'm what he says. Ready. That's Mario's. That's catchphrase. his famous catchphrase. <laughs> Time to go down the pipe. Yoshi, get over that's here. What, that's what Mario says. Just the most generic. White guy accent. <laughs> <laughs> Yeehaw! Um, yeah, no, 19, 1993 Super Mario Brothers, oh, a film I've Bowser, seen clips of, but I've never watched never the whole thing born. before. So uh, I am pretty excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> Up yours, Bowser! Uh, just, just us writing alternate catchphrases. Uh, great! So I'm excited for that. Listen, it's going to be a packed summer. We got movies, we got books, 
we got a lot going on, uh, so you're going to want to come back each and every week. UpForDebate.tv is our website with all of the episodes. Of course, you can subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Look for that purple icon um, to get it in your popular podcast feed reader, video version on YouTube as well. And, of course, you can get a hold of us at UpForDebateTV on Twitter or email us UpForDebateTV at gmail.com. If you have a suggestion for a movie or book you'd like to see us watch or read, we would love to hear it from you. So check that out. But until then, we got to shut this down. Uh, so... That is it. On behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. We appreciate you being here. We'll see you next time for a well-read edition of Up for Debate. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.